Gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And happy Friday, you motherfuckers! Yes. We got Shannon <laughs> in the house. What's up? She was I, even damn, early. She's even early. I was tonight. early. I was early, and it's so good to see all you crazy turds. Love crazy. you guys. You guys are crazy turds. You guys, hey, what's up, Alex King? Welcome to live, and James and Amy and Raisa. Welcome to live. It's good to see you, everybody in Rumble. Welcome to live. It's good to see you on Twitch. Hello, it's good to see you. Uh, thank you so much for being here. If you're listening after, you're watching after the broadcast. Thank you so much for watching. If you're listening on the podcast stations, thank, thank you. you so much for watching. Tonight's live is going to be brought to you by MrsRogersHood.com. If you've been sitting around your house eating nothing but fucking <laughs> fried food for the last month, you probably got worms. That's not scientifically <laughs> proven, but I'm just making shit up on the fly. But if you want to go ahead and get yourself dewormed, you can go to MrsRogersHood.com. You can use Shipwreck 10 now and get 10% off. They changed nice. it. 10% off your worm 10%. kit. Uh, get yourself dewormed just hey. in time for the new year. God knows yeah. we can all need it. I got to check my, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we got to, we got to check it all. Um, what are we get? Are we, are no, we okay? I had to make sure my, I had to make sure my mic was switched over because I, I had this oh. upstairs earlier. Okay. Sometimes when I plug it back in, it's not, and then I'll do a whole live and the mic will be off and I'll sound like shit. Oh, and excellent. Oh, excellent. 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 Purple princess in the house. What's up, What's up purple princess? It's good to see you. Purple princess. Um, Shannon. Yeah. yeah. Shannon, this is, this is like, this is like the worst week of the entire year. And I've always thought this, this isn't a new awake thing or anything like that. I've always yeah. felt like this week, the week after Christmas and before new year is like hands down the worst it's week. Like such a weird I do, week. it's such a weird week. You don't accomplish anything. You don't really start any new projects, but you're not really no. looking to finish any old ones. Cause everything's already been done. Just a weird sure. ass dumb week. And then, yeah. And like your mom, it's just, it is. I think it's the weirdest week of the year. You're spot on. I've never really thought about it all that much, but looking back. Yeah, you're it's right. Crazy. It's such a, it, it's so weird. And like emotions are in a weird place. Cause you, you're like, Oh, thank God the holidays are over. Well, some mm -hmm. people. Okay. I'm that's my opinion. <laughs> what's up, Lacey? Lacey, and, what's up? And then, and then it's like certain people at a certain age. I am speaking on personal experience, just to be clear. Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, make plans for New Year's and do all this shit. And I don't have, I got nothing. Yeah, do you want to come to Cal, you want to come to a Cowtown party with us? Of course I do. And that Cornhole sounds, and glow that in sounds, the dark. That's what I'm talking about. 
That is the shit that I would attend. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, <laughs> nobody locally. <laughs> I don't know. They're not. I guess they're not my biggest fans. Anyways, it's just fucking weird. That's so. the point. It's a weird week. He's also in Gatorade. I hate it when that happens. I'm yeah, Mercury, Mercury, the renegade Gatorade is going on with the winter solstice and all that. Is it literally Listen, called Gatorade? Because I have no fucking. No, it's. I don't even. I, you know what? We've called it Gatorade for so damn long that I don't even think I know oh what it's God. called anymore. It's when something with the planets. I, this is not my jam. Like, and we kind of got away from this, but it's when the planets align and it kind of fucks with your emotions and fucks with like your yeah. energy and like the energy of the collective. Yes. And okay. which explains why I guess what you know. I I don't know believe that this is it's retrograde there we go retrograde. i believe that this is a thing retrograde. but i don't know anything about it like when it comes to where the planets are at and the moon and all that shit obviously uh, it's a thing i mean we're talking about high and low tide based off of the moon well allegedly mm-hmm. either way i do believe it plays a role but i am so ignorant on the topic that i should not be allowed to even speak about it i agree yeah that's we used to this used to be, we used to do this kind of thing. We would have, we had Jen on for a long time and that was kind of the thing, mm-hmm. right? We used to, yeah. we'd sit and we'd talk about it. We'd bring Pam on. And then we kind of mm-hmm. shut the door. I mean, I kind of shut the door that we started to refocus and we're focusing more on the political stuff and the news sure. and uh, <laughs> the deep dives of <laughs> things. And so we kind of got away from it. And I, I always thought that like when it, I, cause I still oh. meditate and I still do all the stuff, uh-huh. but it, for me, yeah, it's like same. a tool to be able to do what I do rather than yeah. it be content anymore. So I hear That's that. a Mercury in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was never, even though like meditating and yoga, like certain things were a big part of my life. It was, it was the way that I interpreted it. And I still never went, it was based off the lunar cycles. I, I agree with that Christian. It was mm-hmm. still never, I never learned about all this alignment stuff. I think at a certain yeah. point when you're, when you become like super spiritual and you go through all this stuff, it's like learning something new, depending on what point you're at, is far too fucking overwhelming. And I think mm-hmm. every time I was approached with that, I was like, no, nope, I can't right Let's, now. I can't go. It's too much. We can't. She is full. Okay. Once you once you kind of open that door, though, like I'm finding out, once you open the door, you can't really shut it either. Like no, we had that's some true, weird. True. Sh- we had some weird shit. I mean, we've had weird shit happen here on the show. We've seen things have shown up on camera and just weird shit. And yes, weird shit continues. Right? It continues to happen. Ooh, and so it's, it's true. Not something that I can like shut the door completely on because it, but no, we just, we don't. No, because I think it anymore. is a big factor. But as far as like the details, I'm going to just, somebody's going to be like, somebody keep a tally of how many times Shannon screws flipping her hair. It keeps slipping down and it's pissing me off. But what no I was to it, that's all I do is play with my if, hair. Fair enough. Same. I finally, when I was younger, I think I, this is, and then, and then we, and then we can jump into the whole point, which is how, Fucking weird nursery rhymes are. But yeah. <laughs> speaking of weird shit, when I was younger, I think I was like a I was like a junior in high school. I was walking home from something. Adi, what's up? And some weird ass thing went through the sky. No bullshit. It's like a bright greenish blue blowing ball thing. Right? And so the last time I was on TikTok was probably like, I don't know, a week ago, maybe. And I was, you know, trolling the for you page and a video. Somebody actually, it was exactly what I had seen. Oh, thank you. It was exactly what I had seen when I was a kid. I felt 
significantly less insane because I know I know I saw and I wasn't by myself either. There was two other guys that I went to high school with. We were walking back from uh youth group, honestly. That's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and I but I saw a video of it on TikTok and it was one of the best like come together moments. I was like, I knew I saw that shit. Right. Glad somebody yeah, we just no, there's all kind like there's so weird. There's so much. And once it once you like I said, once you open the door, you can't that's what I'm learning. Cause like I've tried to shut this down because it does get kind of the ghosties is not my thing. I love to talk about ghost stories and I love to yeah. like deep dive into methodical creatures, but yeah, when it comes right down to it, like I don't want this, I don't want you in my ear at night. I don't and that's yeah, that's, oh what, God. that's what's been happening. Like that's what's oh, been happening. God. Like I'll hear yeah. And it's different. Like, like you nah, think, because you're like, nah, nah. do I schizophrenia? No, you don't, because it's different. <laughs> you feel like this shock. There's yeah. like, I'm just falling asleep. I'll get kind of this shock. And then all of a sudden, I'll hear, hey, like a man's voice. No, stop. Like, oh, great. And, I'm and, not going to be able to sleep tonight. Great. Thank I you. I know. It happened last night. And I'm like, no. I kind of sat up in bed. And it wasn't, hey, I don't even remember. I, I know they said something, but I don't remember what it was. Something like, what are you doing? I hear shit all the time. My name gets called an awful lot in different, like, and it's unnerving to me. Like, I'm not it dead. Is. You know what? We're not, I'm some not people, like. Yeah, some people can. That's some people's like, jam. It's it my jam. It I don't want to do I, this anymore. Well, listen, I have weird shit. And I, it's inevitable, no. but though, because even just like you. I have my moments where like I'm wicked open to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have to, I have to be in that. And that is not the majority. And so if something no. happens, which is, you know, 98% of my life, the 2% I'm open, I'm wide open. But the 98%, if something happens, I'm like, nah, dog. <laughs> like, right. Not a hard pass. Freak, this is freaking me out. Make it stop. Right. Like, say me a little I, say me a little prayer a little hail mary and then like yeah that's enough like i need god to come down here and just shut this down because it was but at the same time that would freak not. me the fuck out too so like i don't know what i need but if anything weird appears i don't know i guess if i connect with it in my heart i've had some weird shit happen weird, shit. Mm-hmm. weird shit. well and that kind of leads us into our topic for tonight so we're going to get away from the politics tonight for a while because it, you have to you know it's you me. have to, yeah it's you and, and us, you it's us like this is our it's show us. we talk about weird shit this is what we do and, and we it. were going to talk about the dark history of nursery rhymes now i've only got i think five slides put together because then i had to leave but i've got a list too we can go through um but i've got about five slides and then some examples of what the songs are and then we'll talk a little bit about it but the first one that i have is here we go around the mulberry bush and so here we go around the mulberry bush also titled mulberry bush or this is the way is a traditional english nursery rhyme and a singing game it has a road it has a road folk song index number of 7882 and it uses the tune which Nancy Dawson danced into frame in the Beggar's Opera in the mid 1700s and here is the maybe video maybe yep The mulberry bush, the mulberry bush Here we go round the mulberry bush So early in the morning This is the way we brush our teeth We brush our teeth, we brush our teeth This is the way we brush our teeth So early in the morning 
<laughs> First of all, let me let me let me just say something. Do you know how hard it is to find nursery rhymes that are not like cartoony and kitty like that? It's really we, hard. So, yeah. and here's the question: Why? Yeah. The f- why? I have an opinion on it, obviously, but like these, they're all dark. They're all, a- and then they turned it into a kids thing. Yeah. What the? F- what the hell? What yeah, this could tie in. This could tie into some of the what, like the content that we do do when it talks right. about like trying 100%. to indoctrinate our children. A hundred. But when it's talking about, it, I know the dark meaning it. behind it. Local historian R. S. Duncan suggests that the song originated with female prisoners at HMP Wakefield, a sprig, which is like a little tree branch. Uh, was taken from the Hatfield Hall on the Normandy Golf Club in Stanley Wakefield and grew into a fully mature mulberry tree around which the prisoners who were female exercised in the moonlight around. The mulberry tree itself actually just died. The mulberry tree in question just died in 2017 and was cut down and removed on May 7th of 2019. Cuttings were taken during the 1980s and have grown into mature trees. Further cuttings taken from these trees will be replanted at the HMP Wakefield to replace the mulberry tree um, that they used to dance around. And so the most common example of the dark history around this is that Female prisoners use the mulberry tree to come out and exercise around while singing their songs. And then some creepy motherfucker turned it into a kid's song. God. Like, okay, first of all, yeah. I would want, like, okay. Why were they dancing around a tree? At midnight. What? That's like, that's witch shit. That's cult shit. Right? Or. June, okay. See June, this, but this is a different nursery rhyme. I have this one too. There's so many that have to do with it. All ties into the same shit. There's so mm-hmm. many have to do with like Protestants and Catholicism and mm-hmm. what they wanted to stone. Nailed it. Propaganda. And stone pushing. nailed it. Yeah. It's stone. Stone. Good job. What's new, my guy? Just let us say it. We know you know. Okay. Let us talk about shit. He's right. If you think about it, Mm -hmm. it's all fucking weird. So weird. I think, like, I don't know if I I don't sing this shit to my kids. My mom sang it to me. Do you remember? Okay, this one isn't as dark, and it's probably not even, but Puff the Magic Dragon. Like, did you ever have anybody sing that shit to you? We sang it when we were kids. It was about weed. Yeah, Yeah, so did I. And, like, as I got older, I was like, Mom. I ran around singing that shit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Which is nothing yeah. compared to some of these other ones in all reality. But I was like, yeah, you just let me fucking run around. And I can still hear my mom singing. It was one of my favorites. I mean, yeah, my mom used to I'm sing not it. Mad to us about. Too. See, as Puff an adult, the magic like, dragon lived by the sea and, and galloped in the. Ah, oh, see, mine was frolicked. See, autumn. Uh, oh, frolicked. Mist, frolicked in the and autumn. Mist and land called. Uh, yeah, oh, see, shit. we couldn't sing it to our freaking kids if we wanted Everybody to. Everybody saved that, you know. They, I mean, that one, I'm thought, like, I'm not mad about that one, but like, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> say that but back then, too, like when we were kids, remember when weed was the gateway drug, though? That's was, oh, what we were taught. Terrible. Oh, it my was... God. During Dare? Oh, a, listen, I, always, shit. 
I swear to God, I thought I'd be offered a hell of a lot more cocaine as an adult. Okay. For as much fear as they put into me and dare, they're like, if you smoke weed, you're going to do meth. And I'm like, I don't even know what meth you is. You know what they do now? <laughs> now they sell it in a dispensary downtown. I know. Right. But now dare is about smoking, which I'm a, I'm a smoker, like not proud, but like I'm a smoker. Right. So my kids are like, mom, you do drugs. I'm just like, wow, that's really unfair. Uh, but I don't know what to say to this. So, Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater. Mm -hmm. Peter, Peter, we can go through these. I've got, like I said, I've got about five or six we'll go through. And then if you guys want to throw some in the comments afterwards, we can look them up real quick and check them. Um, Okay, so the next one that I have is Baba Black Sheep. Do you remember this one? Well, yeah. Have you any wool? Yes, sir. And this is terrible. And this is people being called the it is, and people being called the black sheep, which, you know, nobody, it, that was bad. Well, was a, yeah, was we'll talk about, we could talk about kind of the meaning, because there's like a, there's a slavery meaning to it, too, but uh, let me explain that. Okay, here we go. Okay. There you go. I'm going to be honest with you. If you could never play anything like that again, I'll you be fine. To. Like you're just tacking on the shit. Doesn't, I don't need to fucking sleep tonight. I don't. I really, I don't. It was, was kind of like, shit. I told you, I was trying to find like, was good. not little kid ones, but that's really right. hard. That honestly, like creepy honestly, that, yeah, it was, it was very, it was creepy as fuck, but it, it makes, when you, actually think about it and know what it's about that makes way more sense that version as much as i don't like it mm -hmm. <sighs> it's creepy so uh, baba okay. black sheep baba black sheep is an english nursery rhyme in the earliest printed version which dates from around 1744 baba black sheep isn't the happiest of lullabies but for some reason it's been around forever Catherine uh, ewis thomas in the real personages of Mother Goose of 1930 suggested the rhyme referred to the resentment of heavy taxation on wool. Uh, this has particularly been taken to refer to the medieval English great or old custom wool tax of 1275, right, right. which survived until the 15th century. Apparently, there is no real consensus over what it means, but there is a few theories. It's either about the medieval wool taxes that began in 1275, or it's connected to the slave trade of the southern United States none of which are very children friendly. Like who the fuck makes these into children's songs? They're like, Listen, how does this stick it to the government? Here's what I want to know. Make your how, kids sing it. How, right. How did it get this far? How is it something? How the, how did that happen? Yeah. The English are fucking That's weird. True. They're just a weird That's bunch. Weird. And like uh, Canadians I, are a little weird too, but English is the worst. But they are the worst. Yes, yes. But like, how how did it come this far? How how do we all know this? How it like somebody? There's got to be something about them and the way that they're saying that somebody figured out that it's like I don't know. It gets it gets stuck in there. It, it, like the sound or whatever it is. Like okay, this might seem off topic, but it's not. Did you ever like probably see not? This it's not. It all ties together, right? 
the theory about like church bells. You know how church bells used to ring, and now they mm-hmm. don't. Like all the church bells, it was like some kind of uh, uh, positive energy that would like uplift your spirits. Like something right. about that specific sound, right? So MK Ultra okay. type shit. That's right, Audi. So like there must be something. Tassie. There must be so something. Like a- like a frequency, the, like what Nikola yes, Tesla used to talk you. about with yes, the energy frequencies. There's got to yeah. be something because how the hell did we get this far? How? Thank I'm you sure. for joining the membership club, Tassie. Um, who interprets them? I don't. Yeah, see that that much. I didn't really get into a ton. Like who? No. I don't know. I didn't get into the the whole. There isn't a ton on like who interprets them or who. But it's just they, it's eventually history. the majority of them were picked up by the the mother ghosts like the mother goose collective and that's how this came Which, to be like, i don't know is that what we have to look into because I was, like it's it's the history of this shit but does i don't know does anybody in here believe in the history that they tell us anymore i don't think so no Wolf, the church I bells guess. things i get i i've heard that before so church it, bells are I designed to ring at a they are designed to ring at a certain frequency that is supposed to elevate your your yeah. Like Good your vibes. energy to your face, yeah. so your about third your eye and all the, the you know mm-hmm. all that stuff, which I think That's is fantastic. Which is probably mm-hmm. why they took it away. There's a lot of conversations too that music nowadays, like in today, is played at a frequency that actually causes you to be more depressed and more anxious and more to stay in like a fight or flight. Like it's so unnoticeable. You don't even notice it like the right. frequency change, but your body can recognize it. It's very interesting. I, I agree with that shit too, because um, I don't know, personally, I've always really resonated with music. And so it can change my mood like that. Yeah. Yep. Music can change mine too. We had a theory. I'm not going to talk about it here though. Cause we're on YouTube and they'll get big mad, but it was about the jabs and you oh. guys remember the concerts and then everybody got really right, sick. That was and a big deal. People, you know. I had a theory that once, you know, they play a certain frequency, it like that mRNA is going to do its flip thing. a switch and you're going to be in the walking dead. That's it. That's what I'm just saying. I tried to post that to Twitter I'm, one time and they took it down. It's a oh. joke. Nam, nam, damn, yeah. damn. Is that why um, 90s, post 90s, pre 90s? country music is my favorite i can throw that Pro- uh no because i think the frequency changed uh, you're talking yeah if you want to talk about pre-90s probably probably more yeah. like in the 50s um i think the 50s was the last time they played at a certain frequency oh, i think yeah. i think i remember hearing when it was like and a then free after that it got actual changed. right probably Andrew i Barnes, know thank this- you so much we love your face <laughs> we do love your face i mm-hmm. I'm, they changed it well before my knowledge, and I, I don't know. Some, I just pretend at this point in my life that I'm strong enough to block the bad shit. Not always, obviously. Right. Anyways, Humpty well, Dumpty. the next one, the next one that I have is Humpty Dumpty, and this one's um, interesting and kind of not. But here's Humpty Dumpty. Number ten, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, and Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't but Humpty together again. Nowhere in the rhyme did they say Humpty Dumpty was an egg. I would love to leave it like that, but digging deeper, it actually is believed that Humpty Dumpty was a large cannon used in the English Civil War. 
It was placed high on a wall, but when that wall was damaged, Humpty fell, and none of the king's horses and none of the king's men could pull him back up to be used again, because of how large and heavy he was. There you go. I don't, so I don't have a readout for that. I've got the video. So that's what, there isn't a ton on Humpty Dumpty. It just kind of exists. I, so I, there was another theory. First of all, I yeah. would like to know where the egg came from, where, who, I, who, who made that my, call? My theory on it is that if it's about the cannon, when the cannon fell, it cracked like an egg. That, okay. cause that's a phrase that they used an awful lot back then. Okay. Excellent. Thank you okay. for clearing that up because it's like the game telephone and people just, you know, yeah. take it out of context that's what I, and all that's, of a sudden. That's what like, I figured. Listen, yeah. I appreciate that because my brain can be like, yep, that works. I actually saw another theory on this one. Please. That king of the time was a hunchback, like an ugh, ugly, scary okay. hunchback. Okay. And they. An ogre? They, yeah. They, well, okay. uh, you know, hunchback, Notre Dame, and everybody saw it. They, sure. Yeah. Don't watch those guys. Anyways, but that they got rid of him because of that and he couldn't come back. I don't know. That was one random weird ass theory that I saw along the way because but at the end of the day, they're all the same. They have to do with kings and religion and bad guys and bad things and yet they're catered to children. It's who I don't know who decided that. I'd like to this was the other. Face. This was the other theory what? that I saw was that Humpty Dumpty was a drink brandy boiled with ale. But let's again, let's make a children's song out of it. Of course, it's well, yeah. what they did back then. They it's drank and had. It was a boiled brandy yep. with ale. Yeah, they did a lot of things. I mean, and then like you, just so smammered. But still, yeah. Who? It's because they've always been at. They, uh, we're on YouTube, aren't we? I think I've gotten um, a little too comfortable yeah, we are, because but... we've, been up, we've been on Twitch and Rumble, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's safe here. I can say it. We won't get in trouble. Oh, YouTube. I mean, we, and we've talked about the YouTube stuff. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Texas. Yeah, the, right. Texas girl. 100%. 100%. Uh, she says, from all the inbreeding in that family. Yikes. Right? This, has, this escalated quickly. I mean, but think about it. Right. Until they needed money. And then finally, I suppose, took it outside the family. So Humpty Dumpty could have been a nickname. I got it pulled up here. So I have the article pulled up. But Humpty Dumpty could have been a nickname for a rotund people in the 15th century. Or it could have been a canon. So I think this is where you were talking about when um, glossing over the fact that rhymes about the travel has sent an egg and the origins. Humpty Dumpty, it was a nickname. It was something to buy. This was about the canon and King Charles. So maybe that sounds like, well, didn't you say it was like a king, that big rope? Yeah, they said that king? had like was a hunchback. Yeah, yeah, it was a, some king. I can't remember which king. They all have the same name. Uh, oh, wow. King something, something. Let's see. What? 17. But, the next one I have oh, is this boy. old man. And this one, again, is kind of right up the alley of the stuff that we do. So this old man. And I don't have the video for it, but it's like this old man. He played one. He played knickknack on my thumb with a knickknack. Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Dog a bone. This yeah. old man came rolling home. 
Yeah. Booyah. Most of the sources I found believe that this old man refers to an influx of Irish beggars going door to door in England after a famine, either to sell knickknacks or to literally play a rhyme called knickknack using spoons in hopes of getting some change. Another theory, which... I tend to believe probably more than the other one. But another theory is, according to historians, the modern version of this old man may have been inspired by a pervert who often offered to play paddywhack to the younger passerbyers in a particular colonial town in Ireland. This old man song could have circulated as a method for residents of the town to inform them that the old man could have known that they loved him. Additionally, it also or it could have been used to warn the kids to stay away from him. It gives me the creep vibes. Woo! Hey, guys. It gives me the creep vibes for sure, to Mm -hmm. be honest. And I feel like it's about a creepy dude. So I align with that theory. That it's some sick... I I would go go with the creepy old dude theory. Yeah, I don't know if it was a warning or if it was just a story about what he... Like a story. I say story. That's what they are, really. So everything is, Mm -hmm. but about him doing that it's creepy old man creepy creepy old let's go with the creepy old man theory creepy, the next creepy. one that oh, i have God. is rockabye baby dolls <laughs> dolls i thought it rockabye baby would be a little more would Woo. be a little more extensive but the oldest known appearance of this rhyme in print, originally named Hushabye Baby, occurred in 1765, publication of Mother Goose's Melody in London, according to the McFarland Historical Society. It seemingly wasn't until the 1800s where this little poem gained its official melody, which then thoroughly embedded itself in American culture. Some believe that it may be an allegory for the political resentment of certain English folk in the 1600s who were fearful of a King James II's conversion to Catholicism and may have hoped that his infant son would die, for example, falling from a treetop and lead to a Protestant king takeover. Dark stuff for a dark rhyme, but perhaps a bit too convoluted to be true. Plus, the timing of this really doesn't add up with the King James part because this one the song was originated before that theory was put together. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it, they could have added the song to the theory. I don't know. That's It's creepy as shit, too. That's how, I don't know what a, I know mm-hmm. I sound super intelligent, but that's how it, like, it's, it's weird. Like, why are you talking about a kid, a baby, falling out of a tree and dying, and then this is what you sing to your children to go to sleep at night? What the fuck? What? I know that's this might like, why are we singing these to our children? We need to stop. It's got to stop. I don't, I sang to my kids, Eric church. I, I unfortunately, the song that my kid is a Celine Dion song before I knew that she was, this was years ago when they were babies long times ago. It was Celine Dion. I didn't sing this shit. Now I did. Now I do still sing it from time to time because they're like, oh, sing that song that you would sing, you know? And I'm like, she's gross. But I, yeah, I still sing it. But I didn't do uh, we, Ring we Around the Rosie. For, yeah. Ring Around the Rosie. That's the darkest dark. shit, too. That's, that's the Black Plague, right? Right. And they would like that's they that one. Put a, yeah. And they would put Rosie with the, in their pocket. Because they would start to smell bad because of the black plague. Because they were, I mean, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. 
So then they would smell uh, it. So the meaning, the expression ring around the rosy comes from an English nursery rhyme appearing after the bubonic plague in London in the 1600s. Ring around the rosy describes the rash around the sore of the person infected with the plague. Pockets full of posies were flower petals plague doctors showered on their patients, helping ward off the smell of death. Ashes, so ring around the rosy pockets full of posy ashes ashes so ashes meant the cremated remains of the deceased we all yeah. fall down yeah. refers to their death right um i'm trying to find out why the fuck they would have made it a song i don't know but i feel like whatever <laughs> asshole when i was a kid yeah. playing the game singing it why they weren't like hey listen maybe we should sing something a little more positive no they just hey, maybe we should it. like they just let us maybe do it. like what did we make up a, a a nursery rhyme when it came to COVID? <laughs> There's no. Uh, I we saw probably far too many songs that I did too. You know, and dancing snowy, doctors. Little snow. Ah. Saw a lot of that too. So the origin of the expression "ring around the rosy" comes from the old English nursery rhyme of the same name. "Ring around the rosy" might seem like an innocent child's rhyme, but it has a far more sinister side to it. Some language experts suggest the rhyme arose from the Great Plague, an outbreak of the bubonic and and pneumonic. Yeah, pneumonic. When you have pneumonia, pneumonic plague affecting the UK in 1665. Um, Ring Around the Rosie is all about the Great Plague. The apparent whimsy being a foil for one of London's most atestific dreads thanks to the Black Death. The the fatalism involved with the rhyme is quite dramatic when you understand its meaning. The roses are a euphemism for the deadly rash caused by the bacterial infection. The posies where Pose, the posies wear a so-called hoke remedy, prevent the plague from infecting you, and the uh, tissues is the sneezing symptoms caused by the disease. Um, and then pretty much the same, when you all fall down, you die. So it sounds like regardless if it was the Black Plague or that one, that's yeah, kind whatever. of what they die. That's what they do. They should have just drank some Tang. That's what we were talking about the other day. Listen, Tang Holy cures shit. everything. Like got Holy the shit. flu, get yourself some powdered Tang, right? Tang. Got herpes, powdered Tang. tang. Stone Bryson, thank you so much for the super sticker. We're gonna get some tang. We're gonna get some tang. What's up? What else? What's what up? else was it? Oh, Surge. So it's called the Deadly Soda. <laughs> Do you remember Surge? Yeah, I remember Surge. Uh, oh I drank God. way too. How much are we alive? I don't how? know. I, that's probably it how built we built up our COVID. immune systems. Yeah, that's right. Because we drank Tang and Surge. That's how we, we did. beat it. Screw you guys. And um, Dad. Let's that. do 10 little 10 little Indians. Do you remember this song? Yeah. Let me see if I can actually let me pull Ooh, it up like, so I can read it off. But 10 little Indians, four little five little six little, little Indians, seven little okay, eight, little yeah. nine, ten little Indians in a row. This one's actually da, 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 da. Pull? Yeah, it is. Um, here's a nursery rhyme that's in being enjoyed. I'm sorry. So here's a nursery rhyme that's enjoyed being the inspiration for Agatha Christie novel and a Disney cartoon. While the latter featured all 10 of the little of Indians and guests of old King Cole. The former was about 10 people getting killed on an island. As you can see, oh. there's a big gap between the two tones. The origins of the rhyme can be dated back to the 1800s and when it was used as a ditty for the minstrel shows. According to Julianne Jennings of Indian County Today Media Network, the ultimate legacy of this children's nursery rhyme was the systematic murdering of Indians, leaving one little Indian boy living all alone. 
That's a pretty grim. And even though the title seems a little offensive these days, it was way back when, when the Indians spelled were spelled engines. And when some versions were changed to make the poem about 10 little, and that's an N word that we're not going to say. Needless to say, the rhyme has gotten PC treatment since then. It's been canceled is what she's saying. And rightfully so. I mean, this was. Uh, oh, oh, certainly. Like, that's. Oh, God. It's yeah. It's Normally, disgusting. I'm against kind of the woke agenda bullshit. But this this yeah. song should have never. They should all be fucking they, they canceled. They literally wrote it. Yeah, they, oh, they wrote oh, it. Based off of their. Oh, to celebrate the massacre of. So was it a the Thanksgiving song? Because we celebrate things. Barbara Walters passed away. Shut the fuck up. We got some breaking news. Know? Shannon, we got some breaking news. So, okay, so I'm. You're, uh, so many celebrities died this past year. Just, she. She's an old bitch, though. At least she was old. Well, I got nothing yet. Yeah, how do you. Louise, I got. You know what? Oh, she, she was on her deathbed on Monday. Wish I listen. I've checked out for so long at this point until I saw until I saw the blue and yellow. That, anyways, little red riding hood. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't see nothing yet, but I'm sure because usually that shit hits Twitter before it hits anything else. So, uh, Barbara Walters dead at age of ninety three. That's something. I remember watching Barbara Walters. My dad was oh. a big fan. So, you know, I used to be. She was one that I did like. She was one, and I don't know yeah. if it's just because I saw my my grandma and grandpa always watch the news at the same time every fucking you know. So I don't know if it's just a familiar familiar thing. But, familiar thing. Yeah. Well, we can move on. We'll add that to the nooner. We'll go over it on Tuesday during the nooner if you guys want to. Um, well, let's see. Somebody that. requested Little Red Riding Hood. I don't know that much about that one. Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, dark origin. If this one's got to be dark because for freaking A. Johnson, oh. I mean, literally the what the girl goes like in the woods with your picnic uh. basket, then a wolf comes yeah. and he's like, "Come here, little girl, and get into my house." And then he eats her. Right. Yeah, eats the but it's, a, it's the grandma, and then pretends. But it's to a be kids. The it's a kid's story. It's, but it's supposed it's to it teach books. you a lesson. It's not to be a dumb to, shit. Kind of no. No, it's supposed to teach you not to trust strangers. Well, why is why is it a red hood? I have opinions. Kind of yeah, like the Tate I, I the pizza know. box thing. I but mean, maybe that's not so perfect. Little Red Riding Hood is one of the most enduring children's tales in existence. Childhood memorabilia can hold many fond memories, whether it's a favorite teddy or the fluffy irreplaceable blanket that we once I snuggled with at bedtime. However... The most powerful reminders of our younger years can be fairy tales were told. Snow White, Seven Doors, Cinderella, and so on. Um, this one is about moral lessons. So the originates research in one of the such tales of the Riding Hood. The earlier visions of this story differ from the widely known Grim, Grim Brothers version. The popular version of the story presents a little girl with a hooded red cloak or a cap instead of a hood. One day, she goes to visit her sick grandmother and is approached by a wolf whom she naively says where she's headed. Excuse me. We had fried catfish tonight for dinner, and it's like sitting. Nice. 
That's good, but sitting really funny. Yeah. In the most popular version of the fairy tale, the wolf distracts her and goes into the grandmother's house, enters it, and eats her whole. Then he disguises himself as the grandmother and waits for the little girl, who is also attacked when she arrives. Next, the wolf falls asleep, but a lumberjack hero appears and makes an opening in the wolf's stomach with an axe. Little Red Riding Hood and her grandmother come out unharmed and put stones in the wolf's body so that when he awakens, he's unable to flee and he dies. Boy, that's interesting. That's let new. me run and tell my children that story right fucking now. Actually, that's probably nothing different. Yeah. They watch YouTube, so uh, you know, here's the thing. I guess I can yeah. okay. I can at least see the moral point of the story. And I know we've touched on this before about well, like when I rewatched All Dogs Go to Heaven, we talked about this. Drunk driving accident is what it really was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why our generation is so dope to some degree. <laughs> Man, they broke us in. You know what I'm saying? They did. But slowly too. There was like slowly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean there there's at least a lesson to be learned there. It's not a racist like turn it into a song joke. Right. Yeah, like the little Indian. To go back on that, of course Disney was fucking involved. Of course I knew I knew Disney was at some point gonna become a part of this. They always do. They always are. Anyways. Who said, said that? that? Was that a comment? It was part. No, it, when you were reading about oh, no, okay. little Indians, and I forgot, and then I remembered, so I had to say it. Wolf know. at the time represented Stone, the government. Ask questions when you know everything. Well, because it would have been Red Hood, Red Hair, White Girl, so that have been the Irish, right? Then this was a time when the Irish were uh, trying to get the f away from. No, well, yes, they were having they were having a lot of problems. They were immigrants too, or immigrants, and they were there was a lot, a lot of racism going on, essentially. Um, and, and it had a, and religion. But we get there's well, there's an there's another origin. So the origins of Little oh. Red Hiding Hood they go back to the 10th century in France, where peasants you- told the story. Uh, where peasants told the story that was then passed along to the Italians, who were obviously enchanted by it. A few other versions with a similar title created La Finita Nona, or the False Grandmother, or Story of the Grandmother. Here the character of an ogre replaces the wolf that intimidates the grandmother. Little Red is deceived into masking is to mistaking her granny's teeth for rice, her flesh for steak, her blood for wine, and so she eats and drinks and then jumps into bed with the beast and ends up getting gobbled herself. Some versions include illicit implications involving a scene where Little Red is asked by the wolf to take off all of her clothes and put them in the fire. What the fuck? I knew they were kind of perverted. There, Yeah, well, that's the French for you. There's Damn. some kind of perverted... Damn pedophilia i knew there was i couldn't remember it's always involved it. son of a bitch it's all it's everything it's everything it's a, and then the shit becomes like someone in the comments is a sleeping beauty of course this shit became disney movies of course like of course it did mm-hmm. but i love and disney books and all yeah. of it of course of course disney's involved always there's involved. a lot of different versions to this one um there's no, one in china and taiwan that's in taiwan serious. It's called the Tiger Grandma or the Aunt Tigress, and it dates back to the Qing Dynasty of 1644 to 1912. The motif, idea, and characters are almost identical, but the main antagonist is a tiger instead of a wolf. 
the French folklorist and writer Paulette's version of the story of the 17th century featured a young girl next door to a village who incredibly shares her grandmother's address with the wolf. Next, the wolf exploits her naively by asking her to get into bed where he attacks and eats her. Yeah, it doesn't really. At the end of the day, like she's eaten at the end of every single one. Yeah, at the other like the majority says he asked for the American girl. Yeah, he asked this little girl to get into bed with him. How? Oh, God. I don't Um, understand. The next one, the next one I have is Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Do you remember this one? I do remember it. I don't know the backstory of this one specifically. I don't know. So this will be new for me. So Peter, Peter pumpkin eater had a wife, but couldn't keep her. So he put her in a pumpkin shell and there he kept her very well. A read of Peter pumpkins, Piper fucking eight. I knew I was going to get this Peter, Peter pumpkin eater might lead you to believe that this Peter, this Peter fella was kind of a jerk who remarried and then became illiterate. According to treasury islands, one of the origins of the strange tale involves Peter being able are unable to act as a good husband and treating his first wife very poorly. Peter had a more domineering personality and kept his wife stuck at home where he could exercise his control over her. The wife must have gotten sick of his treatment because she eventually remarries and becomes a more civilized after some time. At least this rhyme sort of prepares kids for the complexities of adults seeing relationships. Fuck no. I mean, okay, maybe. Because theoretically, all of these... All of these tales are supposed to have a lesson behind them. That's the theory. The majority. You're going to get very. I feel like he killed her. He fucking knocked her off. That's what I thought, a, too. Buried her in a pumpkin shell. Am I making and that very, up? I don't know. Very kept her very well. Yeah. He knocked her off because he couldn't he couldn't control her. I and again, somewhere once, too, there was like an impotence thing to this. I don't I just a second. I broke my thing. Sorry. No we're, no, we're here for it. I, no matter what, same, I'm going to say the same thing. How does this become a kid? How, where did these, how did this happen? Yeah, I don't know why it's a kid's tale. All like, of I feel them, like, like that, what that's for like a little so- kid, too. That's, yeah. that's a rhymy. I mean, I remember singing it. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Had a wife who couldn't keep her. Uh, Buried her in a pumpkin pumpkin shell. There he kept her very well. well. Yeah. What? Why do we know this and have known this since we were kids? Somebody. I had. I had this whole book, like the Grimm's fairy tales. I had all of them. Wizard of Oz would have to be a whole fucking show. It would there's be a lot I've looked to the in, There is a lot there, and I've certainly stoned. I've definitely looked into that, and I was devastated, as I am a Kansas girl. So, like, I used to be so proud because every time someone, where are you from, Kansas? Oh, okay, Dorothy. <laughs> Never heard that before, you know. But So, a quick backstory on The Nightmare for Christmas is supposedly the other, it's the other side of the Grinch. So, you know the Grinch? Oh. And if you think of Jack Skeleton, so basically the Grinch dies and Jack Skeleton is his spirit or his soul because he's got the dog too. And remember the Grinch and there's a lot of similarities. Oh my God, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. My kid actually brought it up because he was a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Like we've got Black Skeleton or we've got uh, Jack Skeleton stuff everywhere. And Coraline, he loved Coraline. But there's, there's a correlation between the two. And he actually brought it up to me. So then I looked it up once and there's there's a theory, a couple of theories out there that Nightmare Before Christmas is basically the opposite day version of the Grinch who stole Christmas. Like his wow. And that the Grinch is Jack Skellington. The dog does look the same. Mm-hmm. 
It's very interesting stuff. Is it? Okay. Now I'm going to have to like watch it. It's been so long since mm-hmm. I think I watched The Nightmare Be. Ru- Please don't ruin it. I don't think it's ruined. I don't think Nightmare Before Christmas is ruined. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't, I don't no, think, I don't think and it's not proven. They didn't come out and say this is sure. what it, you know, it's not proven. This is somebody's theory, uh, sure. but it's a theory I'm that's pretty that. well, well known. A lot of people wrote about it on different forums and yep. Yeah. Um, I don't hate that. One. Coraline is another one. We should dive in. You ever watched Coraline? I haven't. I liked it. I remember thinking uh, it was weird and it was dark odd. for a kid. I, it, that is exactly where I was headed. Like for a ch- for like myself watching it. I was very intrigued, thought it was very interesting. Dark shit doesn't really bother me. But, like, my ch- I wouldn't let my children watch it because I feel like it would creep them the fuck out. But I'd have to watch it again to. My kid was, it was Owen, so my youngest. He was four when he first watched Coraline, and he fucking just loved it. He watched, no it was shit. one of those shows that he watched every, hit that and Jack Skellington, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Those no two shit. movies he would watch on repeat. Wow. Like, glad you're a dark kid. Well, listen, Which, I've got one. Beat the shit I, out of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I was here yeah, for it. Oh, fucking A. That was my oldest one, man. She watched this shit all the time. But, like, I mean, I probably, like, should have, could have, would have. But, like, because my part of when I discovered my youngest one really liked, like, I don't know, sharks and dinosaurs and shit was because I, what? Oh, God, I can't believe I don't know the name of the movie. I've seen it so many times. I was watching it, and I fell asleep on the couch. It was, uh, it's about, is it just, oh, it's called The Meg. It's about Megalodon. You know, they get eat people okay, yeah. and shit, yep. right? It's an, it's an adult yep. movie. I fell asleep on the couch. My six-year-old, no, she was five. My five-year-old woke up from her nap, and she was, like, sitting on me while I was asleep watching The Meg like this. Oh. And I was like, holy shit. Became her favorite fucking movie. And I was like, yeah, screw it. All right. Megalodon. Somebody so somebody on Rumble suggested the the Muffin Man. So do you know the Muffin Man who lived on Drury yeah. Lane? Lane. So yeah, it's by, gotta be creepy. A, it sounds creepy. There, there's a story by Sarah Cottrell. This is an article that she wrote, and it's called Do You Know the Muffin Man? He was a serial killer who preyed on kids. Uh, there are many different versions of this horrifying story. The Muffin Man, also known as the Drury, Drury Lane Dicer, was the first known serial killer in England. His name was Frederick Thomas Linwood, and he was born in 1563 and died in 1612. There are many accounts of Linwood's crimes. However, no surviving records. This is either one hell of a folklore story or one of history's most creepy mysteries. In the Victorian England, it was common for families to have fresh foods delivered to their home. If you're in the U.S., imagine the milkman from the 1950s. It's kind of the same deal. Every morning, Victorian families could expect to find a parcel of bread for that day's meals. A popular morning meal was muffins, but this was more like English muffin bread and a less sugary sweet like American muffins. The muffin man would make his deliveries just like any other baker, but he would lure the children away from their homes by playfully tying a string into a muffin and pulling it away from the steps where the parcel lie. The kids, likely thinking it was a fun game, would chase the muffins, which led the muffin man's bakery where he would kill the children, but not before torturing them. The muffin man did not appreciate the fierce competition on the surrounding neighborhoods, so he also murdered seven other bakers, or that's the, how the tale goes. Um, 
The life of a baker in Victorian England was not lucrative or pleasant. For starters, everybody wanted bread delivered. The middle class could afford to have fresh foods delivered to their homes, and during various times of the year, bread deliveries would skyrocket. However, the bakers did not have giant electric mixers, and most could not afford to hire staff. So bakers did all of the work themselves, which meant that their daily shift would begin around 10 or 11 at night, leaving the only time for sleep during the moments when the dough was rising. Working under such strenuous circumstances commonly meant that the quality of bread was a crapshoot. For example, some bakers had to double the time to keep up with their orders and knead the bread with their feet. The muffin man seemed to have taken pleasure in taunting and torturing children before he killed them. According to the lore, he used wooden spoons to knock the children out. However, experts have long cast doubt that the wooden spoon would be enough to render this person unconscious. Still, the story persists. Between 19, or I'm sorry, 1589 and 1598, Linwood had murdered 15 children. His shop was a popular spot for children to visit where they would run and cause havoc. What unsupervised kid would not love to run around a bakery? Supposedly, Linwood wanted them to stay away from his shop, so he devised a vicious plan. He lured the children in intentionally to his shop by pulling in the muffin on the string. Once inside, he would knock them out and kill them. Yeah, I told you. What the holy fuck? cannoli? What the fuck? That's a lot. Wow. I what? That I hate. Uh, I don't hate. That was like, a good that, Conservative that, AF. Wow. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Unfortunately, like these people that became so popular back when mainstream media wasn't a thing. That's obviously something you would talk about but how oh my god that's so creepy i hate i hate that that's the version i believe that's the fucking version i believe conservative atf says told you (laughs) yeah that's messed up that might be the best one of the night that's high five to conservative atf good job let's do we can do one more let's do more um let me find one how about little miss muffet do you remember that one Yes, I do. Sat on her tuffet or whatever, tuffet. eating her porridge, eating and her curds, curds, curds and whey. There you go. I think that a girl, some shit like that. So, in the off recited rhyme of Little Miss Muffet, a girl opened her mouth and with curds and whey, she stuffed it. <laughs> so awesome. Then a spider so- appeared and she fled in fear. That spurned a spider probably died of loneliness, or Miff Muffet's daddy grounded it up and made her eat it. A bit, the bit. What the fuck? About the spider ingestion isn't just a jest, by the way. According to the delightfully titled Why a Fish Fart and Other Useless or Gross Information Around the World, Miss Muffet might be based on a real girl whose father fed her mashed arachnids. During the 16th century, an English physician, Thomas Muffet, believed eating arachnids could cure all types of illnesses. Apparently, even the germs have arachnophobia. It has just so happened that Dr. Muffet had a daughter named Patience, who was also one of his patients. Wow. Had a so his daughter's name was. His daughter's name was Patience. She was also one of his patients. Are you catching on? You good? I think when she, I'm I, okay. I, was, I struggled for a minute because I'm like, what? But huh? I get it now. Her name was Patience. And she, you know what? We're spending way too much time on that. But her name was Patience. She fed her fucking spiders? When she caught colds. Patience. 
Okay. I get Apparently, it. he had to cram spiders down her scream hole. Considering that Little Miss Muffet depicts a child fleeing from an arachnid, oh. it seems safe to speculate that patients would have preferred toughing out the sniffles. The notion of Miss Muffet as a girl who had to eat her fears is unsettling, but there's an even bleaker possibility. The Stop Washington it. Post no. pointed out that Miss Muffet might, resent, might represent Mary, Queen of Scots. The spider symbolizes the Presbyterian reformer John Knox who perpetually berated Mary for being Catholic. According to History Scotland, Knox later helped condemn her as an alleged adulteress and a murderess and she was ultimately executed. Fuck Nate Johnson. Okay, let's go back. Hold up. There was a real doctor. (laughs) His daughter! And his name was Dr. Muffet. Ah, yeah. Had a that's, daughter named that's Patience. That's a real thing. Had a daughter named Patience. Yeah. Is that why is that why doctors well, is, is that why weird. you're called a patient? Because no that that, that goes that, I think that goes that goes back even further. I mean, I don't no, know because I don't understand that either. Turns out I don't understand anything. Why? You know what? I'm you know what? I'm not surprised. Because I'm not you know what? Because Smashing up spiders to mash that like button. Oh, hey, good job, smash the, smash the like button, you guys, if you haven't yet. Please, along and thanks. With your I spiders. appreciate it. <laughs> along with your spiders. Can you fucking imagine someone like fucking smash, smash, smash here? Where's my, where's my mortar and pestle? Oh, it's right here. It's right here. Got guys. it. I'm going to, yep. We're going to play this out. Like Queen this Mary. Like, oh, this is about Bloody Mary. No, like Bloody Mary the drink. Fucking A. Johnson. It's got to like, be really. No, well, bro. Bloody Mary the poem. Don't you remember playing Bloody Mary when you were a kid? You'd, no, you'd isn't stand that in your scary? You'd stand in your bathroom, friends. Is Katie this McPherson where you look in the mirror? Because yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't talk about Katie it. No. made me do it. And I did it. Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she's my best friend, though. I totally did oh, it. I did God. it. And, and nothing happened. But the dark origins of Mary, Mary, quite contrary. So give me a second. Let me pull this back up. That, that so many common nursery rhymes have in, in recent years have been tied to suspected and often dark historical origins. Mary, Mary, quite contrary is one, for example. One theory about the origin of the English rhyme is that it's a metaphor for Queen Mary, Queen, Queen Mary the first torture and execution of Angelican protestants something that in 19 or in 1744 the poem's publication the largely protestant english public would have seen as barbaric her motives originate with her father king harry the eighth his break with the catholic church and his creation of the church of england the new branch of christianity was largely only protestant in the sense of splitting off from the pope more or less switching out the papal authority with that of the english monarch while Henry had, in fact, been a devout Catholic for much of his life, dissatisfaction with the Pope Clement II led him to establish an independent faith. With Harry's death came the reigns of his son, Harry, Henry Edward VI, who died at the age of 15 after only six years on the throne, and his niece, Jane Grey, whom Edward picked as an heir That's for her six years on the throne, and he died at 15? He died. Everybody, he died young. So he was on so the throne Mar- at nine? Fuck me. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's they have. I don't. That's what they're saying. Holy shit. <laughs> 
Mary the First, despite being Edward's half sister, was raised as a staunch Catholic who refused There's to that convert. There's that inbreeding in- we were talking about. Yeah, instead, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna shut <laughs> Instead, barely a week after Gray's coronation, Mary took the throne herself and decided to use her authority to try and restore and preserve English Catholicism. Mary the First's murderous legacy is rooted in truth and hypocrisy. While Mary the First extracted a campaign of vengeance that by modern standards would have certainly been considered heroic, not heroic, horrific, at the time, her reign was far from the bloodiest of reign in history. In an effort to crush the rise of the Church of England, she had around 300 Protestants burned at the stake. By contrast, her father had more than 57,000 people executed over even slight indications that they were the traitors to England or the crown. Mary's efforts received a mixed response from the populace as Anglicanism was fairly new and like her, many English were still Catholic. Public opinion began to turn, however, once she made moves to marry Philip II of Spain. Her efforts to preserve Catholicism suddenly started to seem less like a grassroots effort and more like an attempt by Spain to dominate England, triggering a brief rebellion. After Mary's death, she was replaced by her sister Elizabeth I, who was Protestant, and Anglicanism became the dominant religion in England. Mary's actions came to be looked at as a source of great evil, even as Elizabeth began to similarly execute Catholics via history hit so mary bloody mary so if you stand that's that's what they're saying bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary and you say it in the mirror three times bloody mary is supposed to show up and then you're gonna die within 24 hours yeah if you see it yeah if you see her i didn't i didn't ever do it i was so fucking scared jesus i think god i was in like fourth third fourth grade i remember it being a thing and i was like no screw you guys but you know they also say there's weird shit about there's weird shit about mirrors. You talked about ghosts and shit. Mirrors are like no bueno. They're, you know what I'm saying? Well, it depends. I mean, some people the original think candy that man. Stone white. Like... No, this is a whole movie to that. The original Candyman. Some people think mirrors are what a good like thing. Bees, like a, like like a, a portal? portal. We almost said that. It depends. Thing. Like a portal. I don't know that. Never I've never really bought into the. Maybe it's because I've never seen anything in mirrors. I don't know. Like I've seen. I've never tried. You know what I'm saying? I've never. I've never taken the time to. Really I've never tried because I've, it freaks me the I never fuck try. out. That's nah, what I'm saying. I never, I never try. It just try. happens. Yeah, I've never no, seen anything in a mirror. Nah. Same. Nah. Maybe like I suppose if you had like an old mirror, they talk a lot. Like a lot of these older hotels have these old hundreds of years old mirrors, and they would really? have mirrors can trap energy and, so and residual stuff. Mirrors are bizarre though. I mean, if they you are really bizarre. think about it, it is a bizarre thing. I got a bunch of old shit in my house because, you know, antiques and stuff. Like, oh, stone. You thought that mortar and pestle was cool. Like, my other one from the 1800s is significantly more dope. But I have all kinds of old shit in my house. And then mm-hmm. I wonder why weird things happen. Yeah, see, this is why I don't do old shit. Like, I don't buy secondhand. I don't. I oh, don't. Right. I don't. I won't. See, Absolutely will not. I think, my, I think oh, it's not going to fall. It's I have from, enough problems with other people's shit coming into my it's no, made out hard of pass. solid wood. This is a tobacco mortar and pestle from the late 1800s. And I got t- all this shit behind me. Like, this is all old shit. And then I wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't wonder. Actually, I know. What? I don't know why weird shit happens to you because you don't like old shit. So. No. 
At least I have answers, Chip. I know. I just, because I opened, well, because I fucked, look, I stood in the mirror when I was seven years old and asked That's bloody magic. Are- That's what happened. <laughs> I opened that door of seven. You fucked yourself it, Katie. life. I've always been able to do this. Like, there's always been like, I've always had, like one foot in this weird shit. Uh, and I've never same. talked about it because my family is like big and not that shit. Like they're Catholic. Like, and they're, they're pretty, when I was younger, pretty, pretty hard Catholic. Mm-hmm. And you just don't, that's all demons. Yeah, you and couldn't, you, I know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's demons like, and you, you need an to pray. And you. Yeah, they would have done an exorcism. Yeah, like, yeah. I just never did. Dreams and shit. But oh. now that I'm, now that I know, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to play. I don't want to participate any longer. Right. Well, I think part of that is because like you, 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 it's, it's real. And so you're like, no, yeah. not, not no. today. Because that's what we did. That's this what I did. timeline like, we just kind of got like, enough shit. It's got enough you shit. Put, I don't even... You can put boundaries up and you can be like, Straight listen. Up. I put no. boundaries around my whole home and my children every single night. So do we. Every single night. Before uh, I go to sleep. That's, that's a hard, a big nah. hard motherfucking Fuck pass. That, like if I, nah. if, if I could punt that, it would be so far. <laughs> She's talking about a weed. For those who are listening after They're the fact, right. and if you're not watching, you're she's talking about a Ouija board. That's I did this. Katie McPherson made me do this too. <laughs> Fucking Katie, goddamn her! I don't know if she watched. I don't think she watches the show. But we did Ouija Katie, boards when we were, when we were kids, and we ended up burning. I never one did that either. Screamed the fuck out of here! It's wait, it screamed. I will, de- I will nah, never see, forget. Nah, I will antique never forget. Antiques wear my energy down. I love antiques. No. Yeah, I, I get a fucking buzz off of antique stores. Ouija board, I never did that either. It freaked me out yeah. because, like, there was this part of me that thought it was real. Well, yeah. You regular Your grandma is just little wolf just walking by the hallway here, Granny, like, what? <laughs> she evil. Be gone, demon. She's like, hey, God damn it! I just want to go to my room and listen to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I'm so glad and, we're dead. And Hanson. They're another band that said no to the elite. They were like, no, we don't want to be true. more famous. They were, yeah, they were. And they shut them the fuck down. They did shut them the but fuck down. That's oh. it, Shannon. We're over our hour. You want to oh, leave yeah. everybody with something before we wrap for tonight? You know, we're, we're sitting here live, and I thought about it earlier because sometimes I forget mm-hmm. to think about it. But, uh, I, and this is relative to myself, this is a constant struggle, male or female, uh, because those are your only two options, Uh, stop waiting for your white knight, stop waiting for someone to come and save you from whatever it is that you're going through. Oh yeah, we're going in, we're going into 2023 with the old version, but the healed version, like we're we're going to close back up, less connections, more focus. That was really good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're not doing it. Holy shit. With that, you guys, it's it. We're done. We're over for tonight. Tonight is Friday. We're not live again until the nooner on Tuesday. We got basketball tournaments now every Monday until forever. So Tex is going to take a break. We'll bring it back at some point. I don't know when. Whenever this (laughs) ends. Um, So we'll be back on Tuesday. So Tuesday, we're going to do the nooner. We're going to kick off. We're going to talk about uh, Andrew Tate. Man, I got fucking railed on TikTok with Andrew oh, Tate. I don't have you? an opinion one way or another, but god dang, I like do. his top D's came to me. People yeah. like, hear that? 
Now they're yelling at me. One guy called me a harlot. I'm like, listen, I don't have an opinion one way or another. And they're like, it's not true. I'm like, he has been arrested. He is being detained for 30 days. It is true. He called it. He said this was going to like, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk I, about that. Yeah. Listen, do I think listen. he got arrested? Yeah. yeah. Do I? I mean, listen, there were things that he said that oh, fuck, I don't give a shit. People eat me alive anyways, but, um, I feel like that was so fast when there's a lot of other people that maybe should be arrested for that and have gotten away with it for years. We, uh, I, I, fo- I actually I follow Andrew Tate. I like what he has to say in a lot of things. I like a I lot of everybody does. says he's a misogynist, but I don't, he's very, 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 very into women having the more submissive role. And that's kind of his mentality. That's kind of his, I thing. don't feel like, and I've never that's... seen him where he's been super disrespectful of women other than, women are secondary to their, they should be secondary to their husbands. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. something I don't it's, necessarily disagree with, but I don't see him certain as a human ways, trafficker. I don't either. And I, like That's I just said, strange. I feel like the pizza box is such a cue. Can we like, talk about the pizza box? I'm Let's just talk about this right now. Nah, Can we talk about how it's, what is it? It's Bulgarian, right? He's in Bulgaria. Is that what I'm, am I saying that no, right? No, Romania. Romania. So I'm sorry. He's in Romania. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, the yeah. pizza from a Romanian pizza place. Am I right? My, my understanding is that so. Do they not do they not write on their pizza box in Romanian? Because it's all they, in English. I, yeah. See, that's fucking. See, that's gotta hear. I feel like the the hint at all the things that he has been talking about for some time now. Like, cause he just he shoots it straight. In my opinion. He talks about a lot of stuff. He was talking about an attempted. Mm -hmm. He's got a team that tweets for him. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. I feel like. Man, I feel like this box is what should tell us a lot. And and yet 100%. It should not be written in English, in my opinion, either. We're going to. He's not not a stupid guy. If let's say for fun's sake that. or for sake of whatever debate conversation that he was hiding and to some degree he may have been from which it was all over his Twitter where he was his location. I'm uh, his location. <laughs> it took so, it wouldn't have taken anybody to go find him. That's what I like. Just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Because he was, he, he was not somebody, he was loud and he was out. He was in front of everybody. And, but I gotta be honest with you. I don't think he's a stupid man. And no. so if he, if, which I can't, I can't get on board with, but if he was hiding, he would not have done that. It was so obvious. It was like, it was the main Weird. focus of the, and he would not have done that. Yeah, I just can't. That, it, the little details are what I cannot get on board. I can't, I can't. I, just, I, just I can't. can't. I can't either. With that, I think we're going to end. We're going to hey. get more into Andrew Tate. Like I guess it on oh, Tuesday has yeah. more information. Nice. Out. And I can bear, I just saw a lot of this before uh, we came sure. on. So I don't want to go on about it because I don't, a lot of it's from mainstream media too. So I want to check like yeah. Romanian mm-hmm. Twitter before I, saw, I get too deep into this. You know, I saw from, and then I'll, sh- mm. and then I'll shut up because I know where no, I'm fine. I was really disappointed to see OUR rescue on Instagram okay. had posted about it and I was, mm, man, I, mm, that bothered me. 
Uh, that bothered me. And if you if you go look at their posts, because they're, it's not like they post about every human trafficker that's been caught. On right, but he's a big he's a big deal. Here's the thing: is there are allegations. The allegations sure. are real. Um, I I don't know how real they are. I guess do you know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. there's no names, there's no court docs, there's no papers. Right. There's there's mm-hmm. supposedly there is, but I haven't been able to find him. And all these people that are yelling at me about it can't send me anything legitimate. Right. So no, more more to come. I not don't only know. that. I don't. I got one more thing. This yeah. mofo came out of nowhere. He came out of literally nowhere. Okay. His brother was on some reality show years ago. This guy comes out of nowhere and completely just, he got huge fast. And, and now this, I, what, what? Yeah. Cause did anybody hear of this guy before 2022? Mm-mm. So wait, how does that happen? Well, 2020, I, I've heard, I'd Maybe heard of 21. it. Maybe 2020. Yeah, 2020. Somewhere in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Before 2020, no. There. Right. Okay. So that's a yeah. fair time frame then. Even if I was late to the party, because I would say maybe 21. But like, no, no. And then all of a sudden, everybody knows his name. That is not a coincidence. I, it's just, it's not Bet. Well, <laughs> then with that, we'll wrap it up. Like I said, we'll get more into that on Tuesday as soon as I have more do it. Yeah. stuff to talk about it with. You know sure lots I'm... more is going to come out. Yeah, it's so. got to come out the next couple days. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see how it goes. Sure. With that, yeah. you guys, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. This, was, as always, was awesome. a blast. And you guys, thank you yeah. so much for being here. We love your faces. Have a fantastic New Year. Um, Please be safe. Please, please, please be yeah. safe. Get a ride. Don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid. Okay, I want to see you all here Tuesday. Uh, Don't be stupid, but have fun and enjoy yourself. And uh, we will see you, what, next year? We'll see you next Uh, year. Why not? Yeah, I have our Yep. Yeah, all right. Okay, we love you. Bye.